for plebs, by plebs, dropping the Bitcoin only signal. Pleb underground. Welcome everyone to the Pleb Underground. Welcome back to Pleb Underground. Be wary of yield. Does it truly compound? If keys you don't wield, those coins yours are not. Stop playing with futures. Just keep buying spot. That's Bitcoin only. Everything else is a security. When did you last level up your security? Do you use custodians? Do you have confessions? Learn more about self-custody from us and BTC Sessions. That's right. Welcome back, everyone. We've got a very special guest. Most likely, if you had to go look for a tutorial or to figure out how to do something that has to do with hardware wallets or lightning nodes or pretty much almost anything Bitcoin, you have found Signing BTC device. Sessions. What? Signing, signing device. device. You Come and the on, signing girl. device. All right, you <laughs> and the signing device. Anyways, if you were looking for any of this online, you most likely found on YouTube BTC Sessions. Man, thank you so much for joining us. You make awesome content, and obviously, we really appreciate having you on the show. Gentlemen, I'm I'm super happy to be here. It's been uh, I feel like it's been a long time coming, so I'm stoked to join uh, Pleb Underground. Yes, it was a long time coming. I do apologize. Uh, it, it all had to do with uh, my human error and learning how to edit properly and get audio properly because those first few episodes were freaking train wrecks. Oh, well, gosh. That's that's how we do, right? That's you just, <laughs> yeah, you, you fake it till you make it. I Ben's know from experience. Show. Ben's had me on his show twice, so he's used to the train wrecks, to be honest. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, yeah, you know, this is going to be a fun show. We've got BTC sessions. Walton, we are going to dive into the numbers. Yeah, the numbers, of course, brought to us by timechainstats.com. That's timechainstats.com. And if you want to follow what's going on block by block, day by day, check out timechaincalendar.com. That's timechaincalendar.com. I got the link wrong in the, the, the previous episode, so apologies, TC. Go check it out. We're going to get TC on the show, by the way. Get TC on the show. He's going to explain the, uh, the what is it? Timechaincalendar.com. Time to be calendar. fair, the Twitter, the Twitter handle is timechaincal. So I wasn't like miles off, but it was, yeah. Yeah, you weren't totally off. TC's awesome, it's easier to, by the way. Yeah, he is. He's, 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 coming, he's coming on the show in like a week or so. Nice, nice, great, awesome. Great choice. All right, here we go. Here we go. At the time of this recording, the block height is 765,642. The Bitcoin price, 17,040. The total public lightning capacity, 5,079.63. Moscow time, 58.69. And the chain rewrite days, 812. I just want to point out for the people who did install the Moscow time app uh, on your iPhones, for whatever reason, it's not working anymore. So that kind of sucks. I had it as a widget. It's nearly huh? 6,000 sats you can get for a dollar. That's it was, it was over 6,000. I mean, I, I really appreciate that Moscow time, though. 58, 69. 58K gang. Oh, that's gang a good number. And 69. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to the 58K gang, right? And and Dennis. Okay, you so look. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to say you don't miss your water until your well runs dry, right? 58K that's gang, please come back. 
Yeah, right? Right? Everybody was hating on them. People Everybody was hate, hating on them. People didn't appreciate much. People didn't appreciate 58K, and that's why that's why we have this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See? There you go. Now we want them back. All right. Let's take a look at some... Uh, we're we're going to take a look at some fun stuff here for the numbers. 58K equals 58K. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> Just so everyone can make fun of it. Uh, I love it. I love it. I wish we could make these corner things bigger. Anyways, whatever. Can I show grid? No, this is the max we can. This is the max we can do with this. Okay. Anyways, anyways, here we go. A little bigger. Okay. And three, two. One. All right. Got some some lighthearted stuff for the numbers the, this this week. You know, it's the end of the week. Pretty tough week, I think, for a lot of people. So you know what? Why not? Let's do something lighthearted. Really enjoyed this meme uh, at memeing Bitcoin. Uh, I don't know if you're the original poster of it. If you are, awesome. If you're not, uh, you know, shout out to the original poster. But here we go. How Bitcoin works. Users incentivized to keep Bitcoin the same. Miners incentivized to keep Bitcoin the same. Developers incentivized to keep Bitcoin the same. <laughs> um, yes, I think that that's very important. And I, I think that that brings into the conversation the fact that um, a lot of shitcoiners seem to have this ridiculous narrative that the that Bitcoiners aren't competing against each other, right? And that Bitcoiners are all in this kumbaya kind of maxi camp not realizing that that's not what's happening at all. Not to mention the fact that if you paid attention to any RBF conversation, you'd see that that's you know, totally not the case and that everybody is at war. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, that that brings up the point that the miners are all incentivized to work against each other, not necessarily with each other. And yeah, what are your, uh, we're gonna start off with BTC sessions, man. What are your, what are your thoughts on that meme? I love it. We're it's, not rating it. I mean, <laughs> but I, I think it it uh, perfectly encapsulates, again, the fallacy of that that thought that you hear a lot of shit corners. They'll say, well, Maxis are such assholes to everybody, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're, we're assholes to each other, too. <laughs> Every it's it's more like a um, we we refuse to put things uh, to, to to lay it on softly like we we want to get to the point get to the truth of the matter and sometimes that requires a little bit of argument right and so you're just trying to cut through the bullshit and figure out like what's what's the truth at the center of this and and you can't sugarcoat it with bullshit in the mid in the midst of it so yeah i, I love it right, you're absolutely right walton thoughts on the meme uh it's all right. <laughs> not, not better than that, huh? It doesn't doesn't make you think of anything else. I mean, it's it's no yellow's watermelon meme, is it? No, it's definitely not yellow's watermelon meme. <laughs> this is entirely accurate. This is entirely accurate. I, I just thought it was I just thought it was relevant for the the type of um the type of mood this week on on Bitcoin Twitter. Anyways, anyways, all right. We are gonna move on to a, a very cool graphic uh, that I saw on, actually this is from Documenting Bitcoin. And again, I don't know if he made the original, no, he didn't, it was from Coinmetrics, but he's the one that posted it. So we're gonna take a look at it, here we go. Okay, let's check out this meme. It is, the data is from Coinmetrics, okay? I don't know if at, 
at uh, what is that at Taken's theorem? I don't know if they're the ones that actually are the original poster, but anyways, take a look. Documenting BTC posted this. So this is pretty interesting. This is the Bitcoin price, but in a spiral graph. And take a look. It's it's really cool. It, it, immediately, I thought of like the the core of a wood tree, you know, like something like that, as opposed to a plastic tree. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. I'm trying to a Merkle tree. The circles, yeah, thank you, or a Merkle tree. But take a look. Like you'll notice how the centers, it it just keeps going. It just keeps going out and out and out. And essentially, um, for me, that 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 just equals kind of a, a visual of Bitcoin swallowing up all of the value. It's like an inverse black hole. It's you know, <laughs> instead of sucking things in, it's just growing and and. <laughs> I watched this thing like three times. I have to admit, like I watched it three times because I was like, okay, this is this is cool. You know, like I like that they did this. I'm pretty sure it was something like, um, I can't think of what the guy's called. Is it like National Root or something? There's a carrot, I don't know, has released something like this before. Maybe not with the animation, but certainly the spiral um, of it. But I, I actually think it's more like um, something achieving... Um, um like escape, escape velocity like if, if, if escape velocity exactly if you're if you're taking off from from mm. a planet or something you, you're you're trying to kind of go but that yeah of course uh the gravity means you accelerate and so you kind of go in an outward spiral um and so yeah something something like this a, a, cho a choppy um like escape from from some yeah ter terrible planet the l a last chance at life for humanity so it would be really cool to see that that spiral like it keep keep that graphic going for like another few decades and see the point where it just goes completely off and straight. Isn't that crazy though? It's so look at all these ideas that we're getting out of it, right? Like you know, it's it, to Walton's point, and then also I don't know like if a... it's possible for it to actually do that though, because of course the circular motion is the time moving on, so that that can't <laughs> oh, okay. happen on this graphic. Right. Uh, right. But I, I know what you mean. It'll, at some point. Um, well, at some point, I know what you mean the price. The price will go up. That at some point, the it, it won't seem to have this like gravity effect. It'll be it'll be kind of just continuously expanding in a wider and wider spiral. Yeah, it, it'll the the uh, um, its pathway will look straight because the circle is so large. Yeah, the 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 what is it the 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 line is a dot yeah. to you or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting all philosophical about this. This is fantastic. But yeah, I mean, look, that was a really cool graph. And, you know, we've got all these viewpoints. But at the end of the day, all we see is Bitcoin swallowing it all up. And that's exactly what that graph is. Um, anyways, uh, Walton, do you have hey, anything? Phil, for uh, if, you've got, yeah? if you've got a graph and you've got lines, it's not our fault if we go off on tangents. <laughs> right? This is, this, this is how we roll. All right. We are diving into the, the Hopium. hopium. The Hopium is brought to you by Represent LTD. Check them out, representltd.com. They make awesome quality threads, threads for Bitcoiners. Buy an actual Bitcoiner. I'm wearing the, uh, this is the uh, Mamadov shirt, Maximov shirt from Represent. Check it out. Very nice quality, very nice graphics. And you can get a 10% off code if you use pleb dash underground check them out Phil, represent what's up i believe i believe unlike some of the things you find on bitcoin twitter none of represents threads will bore you very nice very nice so yeah check them out represent ltd.com 
and you can get that 10% off coupon, pleb-underground. All right, guys, for the Hopium this week, found this awesome thread from TXMC or at TXMC Trades. And you know what? At first, it kind of seems a little, you know, it kind of seems like uh, maybe this is depressing. But if you're a Bitcoiner, <laughs> this is bullish. Anyways, let's dive into it. Uh, it's funny how we take this depressing stuff and we make it bullish. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one. Since the 1700s, U.S. debt to GDP has been broad 60 to 80 year cycles, recovery aided each time with real growth and rising population. Now, atop a new debt apex in the wake of pandemic era wartime finance, population growth is slowing as debt GDP rises. Demographics are a net drag. That's right. Population controls kicking in all of these terrible individualistic narratives that, that make us all decide to trade up life for plastic toys and ridiculousness. It's all catching up, all the chemicals and the food and everything and all the problems that everybody has. Anyways, all right, all right, moving on, moving on. Eventually, society's embedded growth obligation will intersect with an aging species multiplying less quickly. As that point nears, the need for innovation to provide abundance becomes more key. U.S. population, 1998-2021, by age with the labor participation. And here, we're just going to make that a little bit bigger so that everybody can see. And what's happening is, in case you can't tell, the age is going up and the labor participation is not. Okay? <laughs> it's pretty much flat. Anyways, anyways. I will proceed. I will proceed. So here we go. The West likely needs a new era of financial repression to fix the broken debt to GDP fraction. They'll need to create GDP growth that outpaces debt costs. Demographics cannot offer support. Where does growth come from? Two choices, innovation or print the difference, which currently right now we're seeing what printing the difference causes. 2022 is a mix of the 1940s high inflation and debt and the 1970s high inflation plus rates and energy shortage. In the 1940s, the Fed held rates down, the economy grew and debt GDP fell. In the 70s, the Fed used rates to crush inflation. 2022 kind of needs both. And indeed, you can see here from that graph, here's the consumer price, the short-term interest rates and the CPI. So like we've been saying, Bitcoiners have been warning, all of this is coming to a head. You know, like I, I get that everybody thinks that this isn't going to happen tomorrow. Indeed, it's not. But it is happening. We are in the happening. <laughs> Anyways, right. people it's talk that, about it's the that Austin Powers meme where like he's going backwards and forwards stuck in a tunnel. And it's basically <laughs> print or don't print. And you're, you're, you're driving inflation or driving recession. And, the, and the, there's, there's nowhere to go. It's the Evergrande um, boat in the in the canal. Like, yeah, it's it's getting worse. Ben, you have any thoughts before we before I move on? I mean, it's it's almost as if all the people that I chat with regularly on Twitter totally saw this coming. <laughs> like, like it's 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 one of those things where you you see it happen. You finally like see the indication that it's happening, and you're like, oh, uh, I'm unsurprised, but it's also astounding to see it finally play out in front of your eyes. So yeah. 
Do you ever see that film Minority Report where there's mm -hmm. the, these kind of creatures um, predicting crimes that are going to happen in the future and then uh, enabling the, the law enforcement to kind of defeat them before they happen? Um, yeah. I, I think Bitcoiners are almost like that with, with, with world events, right? They, they predict what's going to happen because they look at incentives. And this is, again, this is... This is all about incentives. Like if, if you incentivize a significant proportion of your population to not work by having social security benefits, et cetera, what a surprise that then um you're 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 not you you haven't got the workforce that you need for a for an aging population. No, yeah. this is this is exactly right. Absolutely right. 1940-style policy is not on the menu, yet the Fed is still trying to convince the market of its control. Until their hollow inflation war is soundly repudiated, as I suspect it will, the task of monetizing our future solvency will be postponed in lieu of jawbone policy. So, I mean, like, look, it's just it's very fancy language for saying that they're just going to continue to kick the can down the road and try to continue to print this crap and pretend like it's not a problem. You know, I mean, two years ago, we saw all these proponents of MMT uh, coming out, which it makes no sense, right? How inflation is good. The money printing is healthy. Anyways, it's, it's just nonsense. All right, so here we go. As we've explored, there are significant differences between today's economy and Jerome Powell's dream of reliving the Volcker era. They center around debt and demographics. They are short-term troublesome and long-term unavoidable. There are a few reasons why Powell's imitation of Volcker is destined for disaster, largely due to debt and demographics. For starters, every sector of public debt plus private is at a higher level than it was in the 1970s. Public debt was 30% of GDP in the 1970s. Now it's four times that size. So do the math. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's absolutely brutal. I mean, the, obviously this was coming. Like they, they, when, when you have a system in which you're, uh, you're, you're rewarded based on the amount of time that you give up in a job, right? That's, that's typically how people's wages work. You, an hour of time works, uh, is worth a set wage. The problem with that is the set wage is, priced in dollars at this current particular moment in time. And as those dollars are worth less over time, you're just naturally put in a position where you must then beg and assert the reason why you deserve to keep up with said inflation. On top of that, your productivity uh, in turn is, is basically gobbled up by the companies you work for rightfully. Like, I mean, they're, they're, their incentive is to make as much profit as possible, and they have the bargaining chip on their side because the the currency is inflationary. They can up their prices easily, but they're not going to intentionally up your wage. They're going to make you argue with it. Uh, if it was inversed, if the currency had like a steady deflation just because it was fixed supply, well, then that gives that gives the power to the employee, and then the the uh, the the employer then has to go to the wage earner to say, listen, even with technology, your uh, productivity has not kept up with, you know, what we're giving you for an hourly wage. So we need to cut wages. 
if that's the case. Otherwise, they risk having to lose that employee and go and find and train somebody new. It puts the blue collar worker in the position of power. They've not done that because our, our currency is shit. And so you get these people where it's been stagnant wage growth for decades. You get companies that are able to capitalize on that and, and take in more and more profits over time. Um, but, you you know, government isn't super miffed about that. They can easily, you know, they set their percentages of they, they're constantly taking more taxes and and able to just use it however they see fit. There's no risk of loss there. They always have income. Um, and with that, everybody feels the pinch. They can't they can't get by day to day. Of course, there's population stagnation and a shrinking younger working population because none of them want to have fucking kids because nobody can afford kids. So no, the inflation has has caused this, this hollowing out of the middle class and has resulted in a middle class then that doesn't want to have children because they can't afford them. No wonder you don't have workers to support your your aging workers that are retiring and and suckling at the the government teat. Um, it's it's a self fulfilling prophecy at this point. Absolute fire, and and you're absolutely right. And you know the the whole time you're explaining that, all I could think about is this this trick that that has been pulled i call it like it's kind of like this corporatization where essentially we've been brainwashed to believe that if we do the right thing for the corporation then it is ultimately the good thing to do and it's this complete negation of the worker of you as an individual contributing like it it doesn't matter because you're just replaceable and we're going to get somebody else and that's it. And they're going to fit that cog in the wheel. So what you need to always do is remember that the business has to survive at all costs. And and this this kind of strange behavior has made it so that like we can be absolutely horrendous to each other uh, mm -hmm. in business and and in in corporations and and really like because it's all at the right. You got to do what's right by by the shareholders. You got to do what's right for the company. And because the money is crap, which you've alluded to multiple times right because the money is absolute garbage um it it forces all of these companies to make these terrible decisions in the the quest for higher and higher profits at the cost of quality at the cost of livelihood at the cost of health like it, it's uh yeah no it's it's absolutely brutal walton before i wrap this up do you, do you have any uh do you have do you have a comment quick yeah i think it all comes down to time like time is being robbed from people they don't have the time um, and the energy to to build relationships. They don't. They don't. You know. Then have the support that um, many in former generations had in the home. Like you don't have this 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 solid base on, on which um, a, a strong society and a strong economy is is built. Right. Which is which is the family. Um, I think there's there was there was. <laughs> I think something said at some point at some point women left the home to go to work but that wasn't kind of the 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 breakdown in 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 this family as a base it was actually when men went to work it used to be and there's a good chart you can find it somewhere I'll I'm maybe I'll find it put it in the show notes the the showing the percentage of um of families engaged in different types of business and from in the united states from you know the 18 from like early 1800s something like 90 percent of families were the whole family engaged in this 
um engaging in business you know things like farming or, or whatever it was but that family trades that were being that were being built and de and developed um and kind of the, the family as as a corporation rather than oh we're gonna um sell all of our time to some external corporation and try and claw bits back no value your time try and try and if you're going to sell it to other people try and sell it in small discrete amounts for as much as you can don't sell your life and try and buy it back yeah i think that's i think that's a very important point right at the end of the day time is really the most the most scarce asset and we really can't produce any more of that mm -hmm. so here let me just uh let me just wrap it up here with one last tweet from uh txmc so just to wrap up his uh, his tweet thread, I believe we'll see several years of financial repression starting in this decade, but not until the Fed is forced to acknowledge the impending debt spiral, a spiral that will inevitably dissolve the central bank's autonomy, just as in the 1940s. So look, although this although this hopium sounds grim, uh, for those of us that have read The Creature from Jekyll Island, you know that the Federal Reserve has already blown up four other times in history. Okay, this is the fifth iteration of the Fed. It is has it has run its course. Okay, it's just more of the same old, just more of the same old tricks, right? Oh well, we know what we did wrong, so we're gonna fix it this time. This is why we need Bitcoin. Okay, this is exactly why we need Bitcoin. And the problem is this: what what we were just reading through. The population was a lot smaller. The world was not as connected as it is today, which means that these ripple effects um, from this poor monetary policy, this incredibly incompetent behavior um, from the people in charge and that are closest to the money spigot, I mean, the... This is just going to be absolutely crushing for the average person. And you know what? This is why we need Bitcoin more than ever. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyways, um, so this is hopium, Phil, because it's going to drive adoption. Because yeah, exactly, be desperate as fuck. Is that what you're saying, Phil? <laughs> That's that, right. Because I'm I'm trying to understand why this is positive, but I think it's I think positive because saying. it's going to drive adoption. But it's it's mostly negative because people are screwed. <laughs> okay, yeah. so but Bitcoin it's, fixes this. So be happy. It's it's hopium because there is a, an another option at the end of this horrible tunnel. Right. Like that's, it's hopium because there's anything else other than what exists. Yeah. And a lot of people are, they're gonna, they're gonna have to find out what that other thing is, but at least it's going to be there. Right. Like, so there, there's, there's the light at the end of the tunnel is, is the fact that, yeah, there's, there's going to be, I mean, all of society is going to get screwed by this, but they will have a replacement that isn't the replacement. That isn't the sixth iteration of the Fed. And I think this is the moment where people have a viable alternative. That's not uh, crap. We've got metal that will then inherently centralize and then be confiscated yet again. Right. We're on the Titanic, but there's enough lifeboats, even for all the poor people. The lifeboats yeah. are orange. Climb yeah. aboard. There are infinite lifeboats everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Opt out. All right, guys. We are going to move on over to... The Chic actually wait a second. Wait what? a second. Walton. Wait a second, Phil. Are we wait, I, I think it's 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 interesting you had TXMC's tweet up because actually I'm gonna I'm gonna flick back to this because I think it's it's in the spirit. So yeah, here we, we see that last tweet from TXMC talking um about the Fed and whilst we can see it as hopium, 
I think you can also see it as as the Fed um, finally having to acknowledge that they've been wrecked. Now, wrecked is, of course, the, the title of our renamed Shitcoin Corner. Wrecked up next. Sponsored by CryptoCloaks.com. CryptoCloaks.com. Phil, produce some of the finest Bitcoin goodies. Ben too. With the with the juicy hand grenade inside you can store. Just like with the honey badger. Your FUD dice or maybe a signing device. Very secret. Here you have the Hodlanaut helmet. Defending BTC.com is where you can join the fight against evil. Or you can simply buy one of the helmets over at cryptoclocks.com. Or if you're in Europe or the UK cryptocloaks.eu and don't forget the uh, the five percent off coupon cryptocloaks just use code pleb underground that's right guys so the new segment is called wrecked wrecked <laughs> we've we've converted from shitcoin corner it's just not shitcoin corner is too even though i love the uh, even niche, though i right? it's yeah it's too niche and and really really it just needs to be wrecked so mm. let's let's just call it what it is it's very concise. I enjoy it. Yeah, me too. All right, so Walton, what do you have today for wrecked? I mean, it's been a it's been a weird week, right? Like, I, I'm going to show you my my first one, and I like I had to check the calendar. Here's here's a tweet. It's, it's actually my own my own tweet here. Apologies, um, but I uh, I had to check the calendar because I'm thinking it must be April Fools, right? But it's November. What? I'm oh. very confused. So Lop, I had to say that at Lop, this is a joke, right? Lop. Okay, yeah, there was this grin thing right a few years ago, but like he, he's he's been one of the most respectable characters in Bitcoin. Um, maybe Dita doesn't like him, but you know, anyway. Um, like I think he's been one of the best educators, other than BT Sessions. Lop.net was an absolute favorite of mine to send people to. But what do Casa do this week? They decide they're going to be fucking shitcoiners. And it's really disappointing because I think Casa um, is is one of these services that enabled something that I thought was a huge step in terms of helping um, not so technical people have have nicely secured Bitcoin, and that was with a seedless multisig. I think it it, it really was a significant um, service that I think many many people um, were using, and and whilst Th the 13% yeah might not be um the only users that they were certainly some of the most i think ardent supporters um and marketers of, of this because it was such a um an easy but secure service that they could recommend and they they could well, you know trust without without truly trusting um you know for onboarding and and helping you know their friends and family to self custody how did you guys? Ben, you want you want to hit this first? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's really a shame. Um, I I I wonder what happened because like he, I'm I, people were bringing it up all of the lop tweets about like how broken Ethereum is, right? He's he he's like I tried to run a node and like went through the steps, the nightmare that it was trying to like do anything to be self sovereign with Ethereum, and so it's clear that like he does have this well this is trash kind of outlook on ethereum so 
I part of me wonders like, is this a we did the fiat thing, got tons of VC investment um that then influenced our decisions as a company and like they can't they're just kind of stuck because they've you know sold off so much equity like i don't i don't know how this happens but it did and it's it's unfortunate um i what i'll say here is uh i liked the uh unchained capital double down tweet on being bitcoin only that was nice mm -hmm. to see so let's hope that keeps up I like that. I think your sentiment seems to mirror this this meme that um, I saw. Casa seemingly um, choosing short term fiat gains <laughs> over their their long term reputation. It's a great meme. I just <laughs> want to point out that uh, Castle Island Ventures is a investor in Casa Hodel, and uh, that is for the people who don't know, that is Nick Carter, right? His star is rising, and we are part of the proud thirteen percenters. Uh, you know, that, that are just, I, I mean, look, don't get me wrong, Walton. I, I don't disagree with you in terms of, you know, I, I've never created the quality look, or breadth of material that Lop has, uh, you know what I mean? Very few people in Bitcoin have, I totally agree with you. Uh, but at the same time, uh, he doesn't deserve a pass. He, he shilled, he shilled INX token. He shilled Grin. Okay. And every single time he does stuff like this, he, he looks at it as, oh, well, you know, I'm just doing research and listen, Look, I, I, you know, I've said I this before because I, I've worked with, I, I've worked with shit coins and, and I know like you do not need to shill this crap to anyone in order to do research into this garbage. Okay. You don't need to tell anybody that this is worth having, worth buying, worth interacting with. You, you don't need to do that. So let's be honest, right? Like Kaza, unfortunately, I think what this tells me they had the failed Casa 2 node, which I harp on all the time because I was one of the people who bought it and I bought into the idea that they were going to have a migration tool, which they didn't. They just screwed over all the people that bought it. So the the node didn't work. They dropped their SATs, their SATs app. Um, you know, like that's two things there that they got rid of. Then then Nick started to announce this weird woke messaging. Yeah, Nick, okay? Nick was messaging with, and, I agree. I who's the I think he's the CEO. He's the acting CEO of Casa right now. And, and then co-founder, apparently. And co-founder, right? And and yeah. then and 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 now we have this Ethereum crap, which don't get me wrong, like, you know, you, you guys said it. Like he, he knows this is garbage. You know, like I remember him running a he, I swear there was a tweet thread last year or something like that where he, he basically w did a research on can you run an Ethereum node and found that it was impossible. He was so never able to get it to sync. Do this anyway. Are they gonna be using their own <laughs> Ethereum node? I don't think so. We'll see. But um, like, well, I don't know if we will see because I'm gonna stop paying attention to them. Um, I'm never. <laughs> I stopped two years ago, again. dude. Um, and I'm never gonna recommend them again. So fuck you guys. Like seriously, you fucked up. Um, the thirteen percent will, yeah, will will become zero percent in in not not too long. I think. Yeah, it's. I mean, the nice thing is. There's, I mean, they're still unchained and then you, there's so many great, uh, like yeah. self-sovereign options now, like what Nunchuck is doing. Incredible that I just saw, uh, it's just, it's on the cusp of being released. I see the keeper app looks pretty promising. That looks kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, but like, I mean, you can do it in Sparrow, you can do it in Spectre, uh, you can create a vault just in blue wallet. There's so many awesome multi-sig options out there and they're getting better and, uh, NFC, and they're actually right? co compatible too, right? Like you can switch between them. It's awesome. Seed Signer too, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Seed Seed right? Signer. Seed Signer. Build your own hardware, even.
Yeah, you know? seed signer, you can like li- literally just have QR codes on 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 paper and then put them all together and sign as a cohesive. Mul- it's it's awesome. It's incredible. Yeah, guys, with the NFC uh, signers as well, you can of course then do mobile only multi sig, which mm-hmm. I think you know with NFC, which I think is going to be revolutionary to normies. If you think the kind of activities they're used to, I think a lot of people, you know, boomers. I don't know. My girlfriend does all their do all their things on their phone. It's like you can, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> My like, girlfriend's not a boomer, just to be clear. But... The second person you think of after boomers, that's crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just thinking of people. I'm thinking of like, okay, my parents and my girlfriend, who 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 basically they do all their stuff on their phone. They do all their, you know, they do their banking on their phone. They do. I don't know. They don't really use computers like 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 most people. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, normies um, are mobile first. I think. Um, yeah. And and I think um, having a mobile first um, NFC multisig could could be um, um, yeah a great tool to kind of replace um, th- this this um, void that's been left by a company that I'm not going to name anymore. Uh, except just uh, you might re- have to read it one more because I'm going to share one more tweet on this story um, from uh, Mr. Hoddle. Uh, so he he says that this this company, which I'm not naming, is now part of the industry that bamboozles the general public on blockchain. ETH is a company pretending to be a blockchain. I will never recommend them again for anything. So yep. yeah, uh, fuck those guys. Fuck shitcoins. Um, I, I do want to talk a little bit more um, about some some something else that's been going on, right? Like other. Other other shitcoiners wrecking themselves this week. Um, first, we have Coinbase um, demonstrating that, of course, um, NFTs um, certainly uh, in iOS apps can be can be censored um, by these centralized app stores because, of course, they want their cut. In last week's episode, I mentioned um, that we now have you know browser-based Lightning nodes. Um, we have, um, which of course, um, and browser-based Lightning wallets, which of course do not need um, apps. And I do think there's going to be um, an increased amount of um, censorship from these uh, centralized app stores because, of course, you know, between Google and Apple, essentially, they control, you know, all of these, um, all of these apps. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about? Yeah, uh, I. These- different roots of, of censorship i i worry that and i don't know that they would do it but i worry that this eventually applies to they they try to impose this on bitcoin wallets saying like well the, there's a, some sort of a payment or something going through here then we should get our 30 percent cut of that so which would be unenforceable basically but i worry that there there's already been fuckery with apple like the reason i'm on android was because they banned bitcoin wallets in 2014 i was like well fuck this and so i switched to to android and they they've literally lost a a lifetime customer because i'm like well i don't want to be subject to that and not that that can't happen in the google play app store but you it can much more easily load up something like f-droid or aurora store and sideload and 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 download Bitcoin wallets onto your mobile without the permission of the App Store. Um, you can sideload, you can like jailbreak your iPhone and do stuff like that, but it's a little bit more of a pain in the ass. So 
um, yeah, I don't know if if this worries you that it could uh, come to Bitcoin wallets at some point, which I think everybody should at least consider. Just familiarize yourself with how to get an app on your phone without needing the app store is all I'll say. Yeah, exactly. And then for the people, you know, for the people with iPhones, you know, just, you know, learn to add stuff to your home screen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Learn to add shortcuts to your home screen. And there you go. Now you have the app, right? Because at the end of the day, all you need is a really nice mobile site and a shortcut to it on your on, on your home screen. But um, yeah. to go back to your point, Ben, um, about the uh, the side loading. Sorry, I, I just I got to geek it out about this because um, because this is something that I used to do in, in my previous life uh, for testing apps. And it's actually it's actually really easy. Um, usually all you need is the serial number. Like you need like the, you just need like, there's like a unique ID for your phone. Okay. And as long as you have that unique ID, you put it into, I believe it's a config file in the, in the sideload app uh, from Google, uh, from Android. And when you run the commands, it recognizes your phone and it essentially allows the, the sideload. So for the geeks out there who appreciate that type of stuff, like that's, that's usually what it is. Um, but to go back to the original, uh, the original piece that, that Walton's talking about, look, um, yeah, NFTs. <laughs> NFTs are garbage. I mean, who cares? Who cares that you can't send them? I mean, they're worthless anyways. This is this is comical. This is comical because all these people are sitting there touting about, oh, I own my image. You don't. You don't own anything. Look at that. You just got blocked. You just got blocked by a third party. <laughs> they <laughs> literally they literally censored you from sending this snippet of code that represents the JPEG that you don't own. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's comical. Um, so look, I mean, who really cares? You know, like it doesn't really make a difference. But at the same time, at the same time, it just goes to show the, the clown show that is the the blockchain space. Right. Like, let, let's be honest. It's a clown show. It's BS. And every time we see an article like this, we get reminded that it's BS. And this is what I love about it, because you get to have sides to it. Huh? There's two sides to it, right? Like we, we, yes, it's funny to laugh at, you know, these, these, that we say, I, again, I feel like we need to differentiate the word, but there, when we say shit coiners, there's kind of two camps, right? There's, there are the, there are the there kind is. of central elites that, that are, that are shilling all these things, the, the, the insiders, and then there's all the, the, their victims. I think often Bitcoiners say shit coiners and, and mean one or the other, um, rarely both. And it's, it's, it's challenging. But anyway, um, yeah, I think, but they're all shit. Unfortunately, coiners. sorry, <laughs> they're all shit coiners. Yeah, they're all shit. No, I know, but I mean, <laughs> like, some of them, are, some of them, are kind of like I know you're creating different victims. echelons of shit coining, but like, there's this, this is a shit coin cast. Like, listen, system. like when I was shit coining, I was shit coining. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, no, okay, no, no. fine, My I get it. Is, I mean, there's the people who shill the actual terrible projects. Yeah, the predators, predators and the soy the boys, right? Like, anyway, but the point is, yeah, there are the two sides to it, right? Like, I. I like to think maybe Pomp's got a bit wrecked recently, um, but actually it's it's normal people getting wrecked, right? It's this guy here, um, you know, replying replying to Pomp with a with a funny but actually a very sad story. Um, Pomp here saying a single book, podcast, or conversation can change your life. This guy acknowledging, yeah, so true. For example, I lost most of my savings after listening to your podcast and putting it into BlockFi. Completely changed my life. Major. One oof. final tweet. From Miles Suter, here we see three of these people that had their lives ruined by the security state for stealing information they believed to be belonged to the people. One was pushed to suicide. The other goes 
you know, said on GMA tomorrow after stealing hundreds of millions of customer funds remains free with no charges filed. I mean, we see, yeah, m you know, lots and lots of normal people getting wrecked. Um, and yeah, SBF just kind of swanning around. Like I was in that, I don't know if you were in the Twitter space. Was it last night? I don't know. It was fucking surreal. Like I was there for, there were, I think there were about 40,000 people. There were some rubbish questions. Kim.com and I think it was Coffeezilla, your guy Coffeezilla. Were there any people asking mm -hmm. any decent questions? But SBF was this, was, was playing the, playing the fool, playing, oh, I don't know. Um, and they had some, I don't know, some, some terrible guy asking questions that just wasn't, wasn't hard hitting enough. I start questioning, is this Mario guy hosting these spaces for shitcoiners? um, you know, getting paid by some of these people? Like, is it all just like, it seems like a bit of a show. The mainstream media are doing a bit of a show as well. Like, is this getting swept under the rug? I don't know. Normal people are, are, are losing out and 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 other people are you know getting away with it and i think this is why fuck shit coins buy bitcoin come on guys we can do this you mm -hmm. don't have to be a victim anymore you can you, you really don't all right do you 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 want me to go first or ben you you go first i, I was just gonna say um the the predatory shit coiners are unfortunately also doing our job for us like in in the and i say unfortunately in the fact that a lot of people get hurt in the process but um you know they they capitalize on these people's trust um they the people get fucking wrecked and uh I'm, i mean in the end you know, we 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 say things we call we call people shit corners but at the end of the day if you've been wrecked and you realize that these people were were taking advantage of you you're welcome in the bitcoin camp come on over um this is this has happened to all of us we've been through it well to to a lot of us 66 <laughs> percent of the people yeah. right now here <laughs> yeah yeah it's but you know everybody's had their their foray with with bullshit and and had their their learning and their their time of trying to figure stuff out and so if that's you you know come over to bitcoin because everybody will end up here eventually uh it's just you know unfortunately the the cost of tuition can be uh, can vary depending on your experience you know, I, I've been avoiding that space, that that Mario space. I read some, I don't know if it was a tweet. I don't know if it was like a tweet storm or it was an article, but something about him having a very sketchy background. Uh, not that that oh, matters, yeah, he, he's right? He's a shiller. He's, he's a paid yeah. shill for shitcoins. Like yeah, so I mean... They all were. That's the thing is I had my hand so, raised trying to get up there to go up there and say, look, you're all scammers. Like, it's this is a joke. You're all scammers. Like, it, they, they're just, it's, they were vying for kind of, like, they had that, what's he called? Ran, Ran. Oh, oh yeah, Ran, Ran Nooner. That, guy. that guy's Ran terrible. Girl. I don't know. Like, the yeah, that guy, he was one of the co-hosts at some point. It's like, that guy is, you know, a massive scammer. They were like this thing. They're all scammers. And it was like this this dog and pony show of, oh, maybe we can look good asking a semi-tough question to SPF when actually we were shilling his products um, and we didn't care that when we were getting paid. Like, it's, they, they, they all they care about is that this scammer actually got away with a serious amount of money um, and, and, and they're going to need to do a lot more virtue signaling to, to catch up. Like, it was just... It's a joke. Like fuck all I those mean, guys. 
it starts to look really disgusting, right? When he's getting invited on Good Morning America. Um, whereas, you know, you showed that tweet with the, you know, the four pictures and, you know, the other three people there, you know, one of them is dead and the other two are incarcerated. Um, well, one of them is not even allowed to come back to the U.S. Uh, so, so it's like, it, this is just, I, I mean, look, you can tell that this is rules for thee and not for me. I mean, this is absolutely sickening. And something that I've noticed ever since I was probably, uh, what was it? Um, yeah, you know, probably... Yeah, you know, 16, 17 years old, you know, so these guys, man, white collar criminals, they just get a pass. It, mm -hmm. It's it's all good because it's other people's money. And you know why? It's because nobody actually gives a shit about their time. And now that people are starting to care about their time, this stuff is becoming more apparent because look, man, white collar crime, like at the end of the day, um, People lose their livelihoods and then they have to start all over again and you're never getting that time back. And then if once you find out that the money's obviously being devalued, you know, because it's being printed, it amplifies that and makes it even worse. These people, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, but these people are time thieves, which is even worse than, than you know what I mean, than Assange did, than Edward Snowden did, right? Like, I don't, I obviously don't consider what either of those people did terrible but that's not the case here the the point is is that sbf is getting different treatment and he we are literally watching rules for thee and not for me play out in real time and for some reason there's nobody in a position of power that gives enough of a shit to do something about it and stand up for it like it doesn't that doesn't that is scare that you though is, that, that we get to that level and and like that's it we just you know like any kind of moral compass that we had any type of integrity just freaking gone it's yeah. just gone. I once you get to that level, you can bribe everyone. That's what he's happened. He's paid mm -hmm. he's paid up he's paid enough people off. But you're gonna tell me that none of these people are rich enough, they don't have enough power, they don't have enough like that they can't just sit there and say, you know what? I'm not getting paid off by you. You know, fuck you. You're a piece of shit, and people are gonna know that you're a scammer, and like nobody does it. No, right? You think they at would that just level. put their money in Nancy Pelosi's like fund and then they wouldn't need to or something, right? Yeah, right. I you were talking about how at the end of the day people like this are are time thieves and 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 that's 100% true i i would love to see it quantified it, it it wouldn't take too long to do the math but like do the math of what the average you know western citizen makes over the course of their entire lifetimes take the losses from ftx and then do a quick divide and that's basically how many people uh SBF has has basically stolen their entire lives from. It's it's, and, it's it's modern day. Basically, that's how many people he has basically in, enslaved uh, through time theft. Absolutely brilliant. And and Walton, I saw you nod, so I know the math checks out. I saw you nod. No, I, I was I was wondering if if Ben was about to go Kanye on us for a moment. Yeah. I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop dissing these these predatory shit corners everybody <laughs> they're okay yeah, they're, they're, they're totally fine wrong when nick dyed his hair guys ben is the only person on bitcoin twitter allowed to dye his hair none of you should be doing it thank you we're gonna we're gonna trademark this <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, to be, I mean, look, when I first started on Bitcoin, you're one of the first people that I recognized. And to me, that's, that is a trademark. 
So I just, yeah, I see, I, you know, I see that and I know that I know that it's BTC Ben. Much to the chagrin of my wife, although she likes it now, but for the first little while, <laughs> it did not play well. It's okay. Don't worry. I think my wife still hates my glasses. So don't feel bad. Um, hey, they Walton. want something to hate. They want something to hate, guys. <laughs> so, Walton, is there is there anything else on Wrecked? And what do you guys think about the new name, right? Tell us in the show notes. Do you like the new name? I, I think people like it better than... I know somebody made a comment that Shitcoin Corner wasn't catchy enough, so they, they kind of forced us into the Shitcoin Corner to come up with something else. So, thank you. I think it was maybe oh. Count of Bitcoin. I could be wrong. He's going to... Yeah, he's probably going to be like, no, you got my name all wrong. You screwed up. But, yeah. I love it. Can, can I... Can I uh, it'll be a quick one, but can I do a last-minute submit for Wrecked? Oh, please. A, By a all guess, means. Absolutely. Wrecked, perhaps. This all is right. the first guest submit for Wrecked. All right. All right. I, I have it here because I was just so happy about reading it earlier. Well, I'm not happy because it's it kind of fucks the Canadian people. But um, so the, the Bank of Canada, our version of the Fed, um, and this is by no means like I, I, I will say don't trust politicians. But in some cases, politicians can perhaps be like a time buying mechanism to like give us a bit more time to build out Bitcoin infrastructure so it's more resistant to state attack until somebody shittier gets in. Nonetheless, um, we do have a guy up here in Canada, Pierre Polyev, and he is a Bitcoiner. And he's basically in the next election, he will run against Justin Trudeau to be prime minister of Canada. So there's, I'd say right now there's maybe like a coin flip toss chance that we have a Bitcoiner as Prime Minister of Canada in the next couple of years here, which I'll take those odds. Um, especially, again, as in the context of a time-buying mechanism. Nonetheless, some clips came out uh, from a couple of years ago in 2020, and he was uh, interviewing the governor of the Bank of Canada, Tiff Macklem. So the guy, basically, you're Jerome Powell, saying, listen, you guys... Uh, interest rates are at historic lows. You're you're printing a fuckload of money. All of this stuff is going on. If interest rates go up, like back to normal levels, you guys will technically be losing money. You'd like the central bank will be losing money because the 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 interest that you'll be paying out uh, on 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 new like uh, on on bonds will be will be more than what you're receiving and the value of of all the shit that you just bought up because they basically they printed money to buy government bonds at terrible rates well flash forward to to uh this came out two days ago um and for the first time in history uh, let me know if you can see my screen. <laughs> the Bank of Canada, for the first time in all of history, lost money in the third quarter of this year. The Bank of Canada, our central bank, lost $522 million. Exactly, exactly as predicted. <laughs> yeah, They and, literally and the, print the money. And they yeah, lost. They literally, <laughs> the people that print the money are losing money. <laughs> it's Ridiculous. it's mind blowing, but I mean it, it it just goes to show like how far things have gone to the point where the central banks are losing money because of their own policy. Like I don't know how they continue down this road. And it was pointed out like, hey, you you guys are buying up shit debt 
and you're you're going to be paying out and and the responses in this back and forth between Polyev and and the governor of the Bank of Canada he was like the Bank of Canada every single year has always made money and you know that that has never ever happened he's like and and his Polyev's question back well was well would that will that be, still be true if interest rates go up and he just like sidestepped the question well here it fucking is first time in history bank of canada loses money good riddance sweet lord yeah that is wrecked man i mean as you know ben i'm originally from from montreal so you know fellow canadian and i i became disillusioned with our monetary system and then obviously figured out that the u.s is pretty much the same thing (laughs) and it's like i but this is but what's hilarious what's hilarious is is that they actually, they actually lost the money. <laughs> and it, the other, the other piece to it is this, right? For those of us who have paid attention to to Canadian news uh, throughout our lives, you know that we we just have this knack for 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 just for some reason making these really stupid decisions. Like I don't know if you remember, but our army bought like these eight subs, uh, like submarines, <laughs> and yeah. like three of them sank on the way over. You know, like it's like so we bought these old war subs, which I know has nothing to do with Bitcoin, but it just goes to show that the government makes these ridiculous decisions. The other thing that they made was the gun registry. Right. This is we're talking over 20 years ago. Okay, we're talking about a place that has almost no gun crime, didn't have gun crime back then either. There was very little gun crime. Three billion dollars a year over 20 years ago. And who's registering their guns exactly? It's the hunters, not the criminals. It's the people who go hunting and the people who practice shooting and stuff like that. It's not the criminals. Like, yeah. it's just, we just make these stupid decisions and I don't know why. So this is, to be honest, this is beautiful to see this. Like the, you know, coming so, up the so roost. Here, here's the caveat. Here's the problem with what I just showed you. That's un, unfortunate because the Bank of Canada isn't the only one wrecked. You know who backstops that $522 million loss? Take a wild guess. The Fed. Taxpayers. The taxpayers. <laughs> of course, of course. It, taxes yeah. go up, right? It's all good. In yeah, Quebec, they're already is. paying like 18.6% every time you try to buy the, a shirt. Not only, not only are we getting fucked by the Bank of Canada for the inflation, <laughs> we're now having to bail them out for their losses. Unbelievable. Oh, this is, that, that is pure wreck, anyway, dude. Right? Sorry? Aren't they, paper, aren't they paper losses? Surely you've got like the so the bond yields are spiking, the values are going down, and so they're they're the assets uh like on their balance sheet are worth less, but they haven't made a, a loss. No, no. Or how does so it... you're absolutely right. It is paper losses, Walton. But the thing is, is that it doesn't matter because it's the taxpayer that's going to absorb it. All they're going to do is say, listen, we lost this. We need to balance. We we need fiscal, you know what I mean? We need fiscal solvency. They use all kinds of wonderful terms like that where people sit there and think this is extremely important. We need to fix this. And then all they're going to do is raise the taxes. And every time, mm-hmm. the, you'll see, man, unemployment numbers are going to go through the roof. And they're going to be like, this is, the, this is what we have to do to fix the mistake. Right. All, so all the central bank makes the mistake, but we eat the crow. All these countries have their percentage of tax receipts that are getting paid. Uh, sorry, pe- percentage of the tax receipts that are used to pay the interest on sovereign debt is increasing for mm-hmm. basically all countries. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point? I don't understand. At what point do people just go fuck it? Like I don't I, like. If if half I mean, of uh, your, I mean, it's something like that's what Bitcoin is, right? Maybe that's what Bitcoin is. I don't know, like, but 
yeah, I mean, I think it's like fifteen percent in the United States. When it when it goes to like you know thirty, forty, fifty percent of the money you're paying to the government is just being used to pay the interest on their government credit cards, you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't see how this transition happens. I have to say, more bread, more circuses. Um... You know, they, we already had the, you know, we already had the, uh, the virus, which shall not be named two years ago, which became an incredible excuse for everybody to turn on the printers as fast and as hard as they can. Mm -hmm. What's next? Right. We, right. We've got the ESG narratives. We've got all these invisible boogeymen that are making us all have to pay more taxes and everybody needs to minimize how much they're moving, how much they're eating, how much energy they're using, how much we're breathing. Just don't even, we, we just shouldn't even be alive anymore. <laughs> just save the earth <laughs> taxes like fuck tax look it's ridiculous uh, so our boy over at david over at represent trying to send me some 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 goods my my government want about a th over a third of 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 the value as fucking taxes like it's a gift for fuck's sake like don't send it unbelievable right? unbelievable yeah. And it's not just that it's it's right. You're talking about a gift. But as we know, it's vital things, right? Like this, this isn't just affecting this isn't just affecting clothes and stuff like that. This is also affecting medical supplies. This is affecting, you know, all all different types of, you know, skincare products and all cosmetics and whatnot. Like it, it's just insane. Anyways, 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 all bad stuff. But guess what, guys? Bitcoin fixes this. Bitcoin fixes this. And this was an epic segment of Wrecked. So look, we are going to be wrapping up the show, but before we wrap up the show, Ben, we want to thank you again for joining us and please as if, you know, if if there's a viewer that doesn't know where to find you, please let them know where can they find BTC sessions in all of his glory. <laughs> yeah, uh first off, thanks guys for having me. Uh super happy to be here for the first time on Pleb Underground. It was an awesome rip. Really enjoyed it. Um yeah, you can find me on, well, first and foremost, if you're looking to learn how to be a self-sovereign Bitcoiner, head over to YouTube, search BTC Sessions. There's a plethora of tutorials to walk you through just about anything you might want to do with Bitcoin. It's all there. It's all free. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter at BTC Sessions. Um, and if all those free tutorials are not enough and you need like one-on-one -on -one hand holding and like back and forth to figure out every little detail. Uh, I do one-on-ones. So you can hit me up at my website, btcsessions.ca. Very Canadian of me. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. We will be putting that in the show notes as well. And guys, as you know, we do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing I loved was that, was that Ben emphasizes that this is his first time on Pleb Underground, knowing, okay. knowing full well that, of course, he's, he's going to be back. He's going to be right. back. I'll be yeah. back. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's that's a very good point. Good catch. So, so yeah. Anyways, don't forget, guys. Audio-only platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Don't forget to like and subscribe, right? This is this is why we do this, right? We, we love the love, so don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you decide you want to stream us some sats, check us out on fountain.fm. You could stream us sats through Breeze. And that was our episode. We will catch you all next time. Walton. Fuck shit coins. That's right. Fuck shit coins. Catch you all next time.